Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. We've had one of our craziest weeks, I think, of, of the season so far. This is one that we've not necessarily expected. Uh, the top ten is certainly an interesting one to look through. But before we dive into it, how how have you been, Jack? How has your week gone this week? Yeah, I mean, fantasy-wise, um, pretty fantastic. I did manage to win most of my matchups, um, and like we said, that's despite some some performances from players we didn't expect. There was some wins from teams we definitely didn't expect. My accumulator of the weekend was an absolute mess, <laughs> um, but it was a good week, very good week. Yeah, very good. Uh, it's been an, been an interesting one for sure, um, and yeah, we've had some more injuries as well, which, uh, which again, is never good. Um, but yeah. What a week. <clears throat> so, to dive us in, I guess we'll start with our top 10 and kicking us off, somebody that I think we were... we I wouldn't say we were slating this individual last week, Jack, but we weren't far off. It's Trevor Lawrence who's... Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Who's ...reappeared. 32-point uh, game for him. That's uh, five rushing attempts, 17 yards, and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Which has definitely helped his pointage there. Uh, he also passed 32 times, 24 completions. Uh, for 262 yards and two touchdowns in the air as well. So four touchdowns all around for, for Lawrence. Yeah, I think it's a it's a performance that Lawrence owners were waiting for. Um, he's not really had well, he hasn't had a top he hasn't even had a top six performance at QB all season. Um this is his first four touchdown game. Uh, two on the ground as well. Fantastic performance. Granted it was against the Titans. Uh, but they do have a couple of nice matchups coming up against Houston and Cincinnati, so hopefully Lawrence can uh, some found, find some form towards the end of the season. Mm, that would be good for a lot of the guys who have uh, pinned their hopes against him so far this season. Um, and then another Jacksonville Jaguar for second place in Calvin Ridley, who is, again, someone I think we were speaking about last week as, as being someone who kind of been disappointed yeah. for most of this season. He's come back again, 32 points, one rushing attempt for 18 yards, and he caught seven of his nine uh, targets for 103 yards and two touchdowns. So, yeah, very good day at the office for, for Ridley. Yeah, again, just out of nowhere. Yeah, we was, we were sort of slating him last week, one of the more disappointing players this season. Um, after his 24-point game in week one, it's just abysmal from beyond there. You know, the wide receiver, 81, 66, 90, 68. It's just... And then bounced straight back. Um, in several leagues, unfortunately, I did bench him. Um, so it had to happen. If I bench him, he's going to go <laughs> off. So uh, we'll see what happens. If Lawrence is finding some form, hopefully Ridley can uh, can finish the season strong as well. Yeah, brilliant. Next up, then, we've got Tyreek Hill, who is uh, who is back again. He is the number one wide receiver on the year. He is the number two overall asset on the year from a fantasy perspective. So, Madness. yes, absolutely insane year for him. Uh, obviously coming off that bye week as well. So uh, 31 points for him, well, 32, near enough for him. Um, he had 10 catches on 11 targets, 146 yards and a touchdown. Uh, but he is questionable going into next week. So hopefully he uh, he gets off that uh, that limited report. Yes, I did. Yeah, another phenomenal game from Hill. He's just been outstanding um, every game. Dolphins back to winning ways. Yes, I did see um, leave left the injury uh, left the field with an injury. Um, but the reports I'm looking at now I seem to think he's he should be okay for the next week, which is uh, certainly something the Dolphins need because he's just he's he's one of the best weapons in the league. It's unreal watching him. Yeah, he is absolutely fantastic, and certainly the best wide receiver you could have picked. Yes, uh, this year, and I think he was slipping into the second round in some cases. So, uh, yeah, well done anyone who picked him up. He's definitely a, 
a season winner. Um, next up, then, we've got our first and only rookie of the top 10. It's, uh, it's Tank Dell, who enters at 31 points. Uh, he had eight catches on 10 targets, 149 receiving yards, which is the second best of the week. Uh, and he also had a touchdown there as well. Uh, yeah, he's been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, that performance puts him up to uh, wide, re- six, wide receiver 16 on the year. Um, he's, he's definitely got that relationship with CJ Stroud. Um, his last three weeks, wide receiver 1, wide receiver 12, wide receiver 3. Um, so he's absolutely finding a rhythm. Uh, the Texans are an exciting team to watch. Um, and yeah, if you, if you drafted Tank Dell in any sort of format, you are you are very, very happy right now. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. And next up, then, we have our first running back uh, of the top 10. We've got Saquon Barkley at 30 points. He had 14 rushing attempts for 83 yards, but it was really in the air that he got the most in, most fancy points. That was four catches on five targets, 57 yards, and two touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns for Barkley there. Uh, yeah, it was a that was one of the weirder games of the week. I don't think many people had the Tommy DeVito led um, Giants um, winning even against the Commanders. Uh, but fair play to them. Um, the team in general played fantastic. That was one of the more exciting games to watch as well. Um, Saquon's first catch over the shoulder is absolutely phenomenal. So he's 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 so talented at receiving the ball. Um, and he's he's really the only piece of that offense uh, you want at all. I think the uh, I think the explosion from Devito was probably a one-off, but yeah, Barkley remains a, a weapon. He does indeed. <clears throat> um, next up, then we've got uh, we, ooh, who we got here. Sorry, yes, we do have uh, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, he had twenty-nine points. That's on five catches and six targets, one hundred and fifty-six yards and a touchdown. So almost half as many uh, catches as most <laughs> of the other guys in this top ten. Yet he he wins the uh, yards. the yardage battle this week. Uh, yeah, that was a that was another. I mean, the 49ers, since their um, three three game losing streak have been putting on an absolute show. Uh, the entire teams looked really good. Purdy, McCaffrey, uh, Ayuk, the clear wide receiver one. Um, he's a wide receiver fifteen on the year. Uh, Purdy's cooking, and they have a very favorable schedule coming up over the next few weeks, especially for championship weekend. So yeah, Ayuk's going to be one to watch. Definitely. Uh, another wide receiver now we go we go to the Chargers we've got Keenan Allen 29 points for Keenan Allen he got 10 catches on 16 targets good uh, lord which I believe <laughs> yeah it definitely was the most uh, targets anyone received this week um interestingly um we we had number 2 on that and that statistic didn't make the top 10 but David Njoku got uh, 15 targets as well shame he only caught less than half of them um <laughs> But yeah, Keenan Allen there, so uh, 116 yards in the air as well, and a touchdown. So yeah, uh, he's a name that we it's... see sometimes, not as often I think as we used to. But uh, you know, when he does enter this this top ten, he, I know he was was the be- practically the best asset last week. Uh, he he can blow up massively. He's got such a high ceiling. Uh, yeah, he's be. I mean, he's the so he's in full point PPI. He's the, he's the wide receiver two on the year, only behind um, Tyree Kill. Like we were saying, um, that's his third game with ten plus catches. 
Um, and he's had five games with 10-plus targets. So it's just, even on a Chargers team, that I think we can all agree is, is massively underperforming. Um, that was a game they should never have lost against Green Bay, really. Um, but even in that team, he, he is by far the, the best weapon they've got at the minute, even even at his sort of advancing age, should we say. So even though the Chargers aren't very good, that Herbert to Allen connection is going to be going to be good for the rest of the season. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he is... Uh, some weeks he's not done incredibly well, but I guess even looking at even looking at his bad weeks, the lowest score he's had all season is nine point five points, and then he's had a couple of games over forty points. So yeah, you just you're just hoping that he's going to land on one of those good good weeks, I guess, for you where he's going to practically win you your week all by himself. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, great great year for for Alan, uh, and again somebody else that you'll have picked up quite a bit very late. late. Um, yeah, I guess he's been helped a little bit. I guess Williams going out for the season's definitely definitely helped. That's helped fact, him. The fact that the Chargers just sling it everywhere. Yeah, um, they're not running the ball a lot. Um, like you said, Williams injured, and then they wasted. Well, not wasted, hopefully, but Quinn and Johnson obviously just cannot catch the ball. So it's yeah. Allen is the only choice. <laughs> yes. Um, next up, then we've got Brock Purdy, who who makes his uh, triumphant return to the top ten. Um, he has uh, 28 points. That was four rushing attempts for 14 yards. He threw the ball 25 times. It was completed 21 times for 333 uh, yards and three touchdowns. So lots of threes in, in the yardage and the touchdown stats there. Uh, yeah, he's having it. I mean, even despite the sort of three-game skid, he's he's playing phenomenally well, especially considering, obviously, he was the, the last pick of of the draft he leads the league in passer rating leads the league in qbr the touchdown to interception ratio is really good um average yards per pass leads the league as well nearly 10 yards per uh, per pass which is just crazy um so yeah the, the nine is are back on track um and the purdy train keeps rolling it does indeed and <clears throat> next up then we do have a defense uh, we've got the New York Giants with with twenty six points there, which is by far uh, the best score that they've put up this year. Uh, so they allowed nineteen points. They had uh, four sacks. They got three forced fumbles and two fumble recoveries, three interceptions, and a defensive touchdown as well. So not a bad day for the Giants. Yeah, very very strong day for the Giants. Um just the, the whole game they were just utterly dominant Sam Howell unfortunately I saw a stat earlier where I think this was the third or fourth game this season where he's had a combined um nine sacks and interceptions which is just horrible for him because uh, most weeks he does put in a good shift but yeah um the, the Giants defense were all over him in this one in general they're a dreadful team I don't I don't think we'll see the Giants D again to be honest I can I'll put money on that <laughs> <laughs> I think it is a safe bet um and rounding out the top 10 then finally we've got Justin Herbert uh with 26 points he had eight rushing attempts for 73 yards so a lot of good god a lot of yardage on the didn't ground there. That. I didn't know he'd, he'd hit that no. those lofty heights um 21 completions on 36 attempts and that's 260 yards in the air there and two touchdowns so yeah, definitely. 7.3 points worth of uh, his Rushing score that comes from just running around. <laughs> yeah, 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 bit of a weird uh, bit of a weird stat line for Herbert there. And like like we were discussing earlier, it really should have been more points as well. There was a couple of crippling drops for him on the last few drives that cost them the game uh, and cost him more points. 
he's such a good quarterback, but you, you do feel like the Chargers, uh, with the coaching and the defence, are almost wasting him. Yeah, sadly so. I think, you know, you're putting up the numbers that he's putting up stats-wise. And yes. <clears throat> yeah, there's just not much to show for it uh, from a from a defensive point of view. And while ever that's the case, you're not necessarily going to win no. many games. Um, so, yeah, that rounds us out in our top 10. So I guess any additional uh, kind of key players to pull out this week? Yeah, I think, I mean, one thing that was good for me, it was nice to see um, nice to see the Bills and Josh Allen get back on track. Uh, that was really good to see. That helped me out in a, in a lot of leagues. Um, also, Justin Fields, I thought, played played very well. I started him in a couple of leagues in his return, and up until right at the end, the, the Bears played the Lions really close. Um, Fields, in many ways, outplayed Goff, I would say. Mm-hmm. So that was really good to see. He had a touchdown, very efficient through the air, and over 100 yards rushing. Um, so Fields remains exciting, even if the Bears aren't. Um, so yeah, I think those would be those would be my main two standouts. Any players that particularly disappointed you this week? Um, obviously, it's not his fault, but the uh, the, the Mark Andrews injury is hugely uh, yeah, disappointing as rough. someone who has him in probably nearly half of the leagues that I'm playing in. <laughs> Certainly, I think every Big every fan. redraft league <laughs> that I, I had, I seem to end up with Andrews. So. Huge, huge loss, um, especially because in a, a couple of leagues, he's definitely got me a long way. So, uh, yeah, and I I just couldn't sleep on Thursday night. So I stayed up <laughs> in the end, watched the first quarter and I obviously did. saw the injury. And uh, it was, well, it was pra- it was obviously a contact injury, but it practically looked non-contact the way he went down. And I didn't expect it to be anywhere near as bad as it was. But it's football, I guess. Uh, things, things happen. So... Yeah, yeah some big injuries in that one, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, there were lots of people uh, taken off. Um, but a highlight from that game, Gus Edwards, uh, once again. Oh, amazing again. Two touchdowns for him. He played 38% of snaps, Jack, and he got 21 points. 21 it's, points. It's, it's insane. It is insane. There is... They're a strange team, aren't they? Because yeah, he's the what he's the RB eleven on the year, and that is his third game in the last four with two plus touchdowns. <laughs> so yes. it's so over mm. so since week seven he is he has dropped below. Well, since week seven he's only dropped below twenty points twice, and he's only dropped below ten points once. So he is he's playing incredibly well, and and he averages half of the snaps. Um, I didn't realize in week nine when he got seventeen point two points, he had eighteen percent, <laughs> which is just absolutely insane. But I guess he he's just a reliable guy to punch the the ball into the end zone whenever you're on those uh, sort of short yardage gains that are needed. So yeah, but Gus Edwards, what a revelation for for a lot of guys. It's a bit like Brian Robinson. I think the two two running backs who are kind of entering the top you know RB one conversation, top twelve conversation, and. Both of them you could have got feasibly in sort of way in the back end of the rounds. So definitely yeah, two great pickups. huge differentials for people there. Um, but yeah, I, I think they were my my main comments. Obviously, we should probably talk about the Broncos and Vikings game. Yeah, go um, on then. Uh, what a, I mean, it was a good game. If if, if I was going to lose, if well, I, if I had to lose as, as I have, <laughs> I'm glad it was only by a point. It makes me it makes me feel somewhat better, but. Looking at the highlights, I think the Vikings gave it away. Really, I think yeah, they should have held on to it. Yeah, I completely agree. I thought I thought Dobbs. Um, I, I watched most of the game. I thought Dobbs played a game pretty well. Um, Russ was pretty. Russ was efficient. Um, congratulations for him to lead, lead the touchdown drive. But yeah, I, I, when 
when we were leading that fourth quarter drive, I honestly didn't know what to think. It was up until that point. Obviously, we had five field goals, which was very frustrating <coughs> to watch because we yeah. just we couldn't punch any of them in. Uh, but yeah, very, very, very close game. Um, and yeah, I couldn't be happier. The Broncos one and five to five and five. Playoff that, push. Yeah, that is that's, <laughs> that's quite the quite the switch, isn't it? Um, yeah, is it the first time since? I can't remember what, what the stat was. Was it 2016 or 2018 that you guys have gone four wins in a row? Yes, I think, yeah. I assume, yeah, since it seems to be every stat is we've done something for the first time since Peyton Manning. So <laughs> we've just been pretty bad since then, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, at least at least you're making amends now, which is good. Um, so yeah, I guess guess they were the main, the main things to call out. Um, I think one more, I think we, we did talk about it. Not in our leagues, but in other leagues. AJ Brown did did shaft me in a couple of leagues. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, that was yeah. Well, I mean, I just acquired him from you, didn't I? For uh, you did. So we for, made a little for, trade for, for quite a handsome price, and uh, yeah, he's he's done nothing for me this week. But it's definitely a down week. I can't see that continuing. No, no, he's he's, he's just too too good. He's too good, and the Eagles in general are too good. He'll he'll definitely bounce back. And like, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but honestly, that the play to the play that he hurts throws hurts throws the interception. Brown waits till the guy stands up so he's not touching him down. Then strips the ball out. It's one of the best <laughs> things I've ever seen. If that was worth fantasy points, honestly. Oh, I, know. I wish it was, <laughs> um, but sadly not for me. Um, cool. Okay, so I guess we'll uh, we'll forward look to next week then. Um, and I say next week. It starts tomorrow as as we're recording this on a Wednesday. We've got Thanksgiving slate. So, Very excited. So we start off at half past five tomorrow UK time uh, with the Lions and the Packers. Yes, I love the love the Thanksgiving games. It is one of the best days of the year. Try and watch all three games. Great one to start with. Uh, yeah, the Lions are Lions are rolling. Um, I can't see them losing this one. Although Goff played pretty poorly against the Bears, they still got the win. Um, since obviously David Montgomery's been packed the back the running backs have been firing it's one of the best one-two punches in the league um so yeah I, I think the lions get this one fairly comfortably the packers lost aaron jones as well which is obviously a fairly noteworthy injury yes. um unfortunately that he's obviously one of their better players as we all know uh, so aj dylan will take on that full workload he's not been great this season as dylan unfortunately um but maybe if he is the sort of the only option he might be worth a, a might be worth a pickup if you're desperate Yes, very good. Um, okay, okay. And the second game of Thanksgiving is the Cowboys against the Commanders. Uh, yeah, the, the the Cowboys, as we know, at seven and three, uh, they don't really have a good win, but they are very good at beating up on bad teams. Uh, the Commanders are a bad team. I, I think this is going to be a another twenty plus point victory for the Cowboys. Dak Prescott. Uh, C.D. Lamb, they've been rolling over the last few weeks. I don't think the Commanders are going to stop that, unfortunately. Uh, even Tony Pollard had a bit of a resurgence last time. Uh, so, yeah, I think the I think the Cowboys roll. I think if you're the Commanders or you have any of their players, you're probably just um, hoping for the fact that they will have to throw the ball a lot because they will be very, very down in this game, I think. Yes, good assessment. Um, it's, yeah, not looking too good, um, especially for us Brian Robinson owners. Um, next <laughs> up, then, we've got the Seahawks and the 49ers to finish off Thanksgiving. Yeah, again, I'm not, I'm, I'm almost 100% sure that the Niners will win this. And for the Seahawks are at 6-4, and four, but they're a really tough loss to the Rams um, by a point last week. I didn't see them losing that game. 
Um, so I do, I do think the Niners again win this fairly comfortably. Uh, they'll get out to an early lead. As we know, Brock Purdy is fantastic playing from ahead. Um, and I, I don't think the Seahawks will be able to keep up with that. And again, another Seahawks injury to monitor. Obviously, Kenneth Walker went down. Uh, so one of the pickups of the week seems to be Zach Charbonnet. Even in this tough matchup, he'll get the majority of the work. Very good. And then, interestingly, <laughs> we have a uh, we have a Friday game. Um, oh, we do. Which is the uh, the Jets and the Dolphins. Now, I am not entirely sure why that's the case. Uh, I... That's not normal, is it? Am I no, am I tripping? Uh, Ah, okay. Just quickly, quickly reading on the job. <laughs> so apparently, it's because uh, it's it's Amazon. Uh, so oh, it's the Amazon. It's the Black Friday game, it's isn't Black it? Black Friday game. Yeah. So that's that's why it's been agreed. Um, and so I would yeah. assume Amazon were hoping Aaron Rodgers would be starting. <laughs> yes, that probably was factored quite heavily into the conversations when they were having them. But uh, nope, <laughs> not anymore. So yeah, Jets and Dolphins on Friday. Yeah, so it's going to be the, um, as we all probably know now, it's going to be the Tim Boyle-led Dolph, uh, led Jets, should I say. Um, so, yeah, the Jets have just no chance in this one, I don't think. Um, Tim Boyle's career statistics are not good. Um, if you're listening, do Google them. They are hilarious. Um, I think I mean, one thing I would say is the Jets' defense is still very good, so maybe the Dolphins struggle a bit there, but I, I can't see anything other than a... The, than the Dolphins win here. The only player on that Jets offense I even like the look of is Brees Hall. I think you've just got to feed him as much as possible. Even Garrett Wilson was was severely disappointing last week, uh, and I don't see that getting any better, especially with Tim Boyle having his first start, unfortunately. So, yeah, big, big Dolphins win coming here, I think. Yeah, that's a good assessment. Um, <laughs> next up, then. So, we've already had four of the games this week, uh, so we're, we're looking a little thinner. Uh, later on on Sunday, but we do have the Colts and the Buccaneers kicking us off there. Yeah, this will be a bit be an interesting one. Um, a lot of good fantasy implications on both sides. Um, Mike Evans, as we know, one of my favourite receivers this year. He's been balling. Mayfield playing very well. Um, and the Colts at five and five aren't out of the playoff race. I think this will be a close game. Um, but I'm, I'm going to say the Buccaneers get this one. To be honest, um, I think Baker Mayfield's been playing well enough. Um, Gardner Minshew, I think, has been playing okay, but I think he's been more helped out by the uh, by the defense. I will say, I think this, I think there'll be points in this one. So I think you're probably starting everyone: Jonathan Taylor, Mike Evans, Rashad White. I think this will be a good game, but I think the Buccaneers will win this one. Yeah, could do with a nice game for uh, <laughs> for Mayfield uh, in a couple of my leagues at, at least. I think it'll happen. Yeah, he's he's looked pretty damn good. Um, Giants and Patriots then next. Um, I mean, after good the Giants, Lord. <laughs> Giants have had a good game, so hopefully, hopefully this is the start of something new for them. Yeah, is that what you believe? Though that's the other question. <laughs> well, it's the Patriots. It's you know, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not sure about this one. I think I th- I'm I am going to say the Giants um, victory and Tommy DeVito. To be fair, who was fantastic. I am going to say that was a one-off. Um, I think even though they are dreadful, I think the Patriots have got enough to win this game. Um, Ramondre Stevenson's been bit playing better of late. Zeke Elliott's not a bad shout. Um, whoever the Patriots quarterback is, let's see what happens there. Um, but I think Bill Belichick and the Patriots defense will have enough for the Giants game. But in general, I think for, for fantasy and just people watching with their eyes, this will be a, a pretty poor game. Yes, I don't imagine it'll be featuring that much on Red Zone, to be fair. No. Um, <laughs> next up, oh, this is one to unpack, I guess. The Bengals oh. and the Steelers. 
yeah, you know, obviously a few, a, a week ago, you'd have been sort of looking forward to this game. Um, the Bengals with their weapons, the Steelers with that amazing defence, but obviously with the Joe Burrow injury, sadly, has, has derailed the Bengals' season. Most of their fancy assets take a big hit. T Higgins, obviously, has been out injured a couple of times already this year. Um, Jamar Chase uh, will have the QB2 thrown to him, so you're starting him because you've spent such high draft capital on him, but I, I'm not expecting much as a Jamar Chase owner. Um, the Steelers, offensively, just utterly dreadful. Um, they've just fired, um, what was it, Matthew Castle, their offensive coordinator, so maybe some things change there. Uh, they've been outgained yardage-wise in every game, despite being 6-4. and four. Uh, the only bright spark for the Steelers, I think, and you'll say the same, is over the last few weeks, Jalen Warren has really, he's really yes. looked good these last few weeks, Jalen Warren. Over 100 yards from scrimmage the last couple of weeks. He's the only player that's that's excited me on the Steelers' side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, I was I was excited for Deontay Johnson's return, but that's not really materialised into all too much. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, as you say, Jalen Warren, I, I don't think any come out of nowhere at the start of the season, no one could have expected it. You'd have thought Najee Harris would have held on to his job a little bit tighter than he has, but he's just yeah. he's just fumbled it away. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's Warren's it's Warren's position really now. He's um, again, it's it's one of those weird ones. So he's yeah, he's they're splitting the snaps, so they're about fifty percent each. Uh, but yeah, last three weeks, Jalen Warren RB fifteen, RB eight, RB two last week. So Warren's really coming along. Yes, yeah. Watch your back, Najee. Watch your back. Um, <laughs> next up, then we've got the Titans and the Panthers. So uh, oh, none too God. exciting again. This um yeah, the early slate for red zone is uh <laughs> is starting to look a <laughs> starting to look look a little thin. Uh, yeah, it, it's a bit of a tough one, this, because the, uh, the Panthers have looked awful. Um, and then the Titans, since Will Levis's debut, where he exploded for four touchdowns, um, have also looked awful. Um, it's it's a, Yeah, I'm not expecting too much out of this one, to be honest. I don't like anyone on the Panthers until proven otherwise, outside of Adam Thielen, like we always say every single week. Uh, just because of the volume, he's the only one you can really trust. I would like to think the Titans have enough in the locker to get this win, um, but we, we, yeah, we will see. I honestly, I, I wouldn't want to put a bet on this one, to be honest. No, it could go either way, as you say. Um, I think a lot of it boils down to who wants to actually win it. <laughs> um, yes, do it either does, team. It does feel a little <laughs> that way on. Uh, I guess, you know, with the Titans, hoping that Hopkins maybe has a good week. He didn't have a bad week last week, so... You've just got like the one wide receiver on each team that you like. Yeah, they're probably <laughs> going to be okay. And then everybody else is... Uh, yeah, don't want yeah. any part of it. Yeah, which is crazy to say. That's the team that Derrick Henry lives in. Um, next up then we've got uh, Texans and Jaguars. Now this, this will be a good game. This will be a good game. You've got it, it, six and four, seven and three. So if the Texans win this actually, because they have the tiebreaker, the Texans top that division. So a lot at stake in this one. Uh, both teams coming off a nice win. As we say every week, you couldn't be more impressed with, with CJ Stroud, Tank Dell, that entire Texans offence. Uh, D'Amico Ryans is definitely going to be, if they keep going like this, coach of the year as well. They've just got winning pieces all over the field. The Jaguars did get the win last week, uh, but again, it was against the Titans. So I'm, I would like to see them do something against better opposition. Um, I think the Jaguars will win this one uh, and level the season series at one all uh, and take a grip on the on the season. But I think it, I think this will be one of the games of the week. I think it'll go right down to the wire. Yeah, I think you're uh, you've hit that one on the head. Um, 
then finally at the, uh, well, the English six o'clock slot uh, is the Falcons and the Saints. So, yeah, we we continue our run of not too exciting Just, games, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens here. I think um, by the looks of the news, Desmond Ridder's back to back to starting this week, I believe. Um, Derek Carr is still in concussion protocol, is he? Or is he, uh, is he back uh, now? Let me just he... quickly double check. I'm not sure, to be honest. Let me have a look. Here we go. Okay, so yeah, so they, they think Carr might look to play, but it's not. we're not going to know 100% on the day. So yeah, not that that has too much relevance. I actually prefer it when Jameis Winston starts, just because he just <laughs> slings it everywhere. Um, I think either way, no matter who starts for quarterback, I, I do think the Saints have got enough to win this game. Uh, their defence, despite the record, still very good. They do have some great offensive pieces. Um, and as we discuss every week, the, the Falcons, although they do have the pieces, they just don't seem to know how to use them, unfortunately, which is sad because we love Bijan, we love Drake London, we love Kyle Pitts, but in, until they get a consistent sort of passing game, it, it's just not it's not materialising, unfortunately. Yeah, it's uh, which it's is one very of the biggest sad. Biggest bugbears of the season, I think. Yeah, Bijan <laughs> Robinson situation, but still, it is what it is. Uh, next up, then we've got the Cardinals against the Rams. Yeah, so this one, obviously, with uh, Kyler Murray being back, this one will be a little bit more exciting, which is good. Murray's looked sort of very interesting his his last couple of starts, uh, running well, fifty one yards on the ground last week and a touchdown. Um, not passing as well, but that will come with time, I think. Uh, and as we know, the Rams are not having the best of seasons. So I think this could be quite an entertaining matchup. Uh, the Cardinals do have a few nice pieces. Um, Trey McBride I've really liked over the last few weeks at tight end. I am expecting at some point Marquise Brown to sort of have a bit of an explosion um, mm -hmm. with his relationship with Murray. So maybe that comes this week. And then on the Rams side of the ball, I believe Kyron Williams has just been taken off injured reserve as well. I think I had that notification earlier. Uh, that could be the case. Yes, yeah, expected to return from injury. So Williams back, uh, Puka Nakura as well, obviously been fantastic all season. And the Cardinals defense isn't very good. So I think I think there's points to be had in this one. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and I think the Rams definitely need to have a, a bit of a bounce back, especially Cooper Cup. Although, is he out now? Um, I think that is also bear with me. I did have a notification about that within the last hour or so. Uh, latest update oh, is he's questionable. So yeah, he, could he may... play. He, we, we will, we will hope so. Um, mm. Because I, yeah, I've got him in. I've got him in several leagues, and it's just agonising every week now. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been the biggest disappointment, I think, from that first yes. round for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know obviously we lost Jefferson, but Jefferson should be coming back. So um, you know, there's there's been a few guys from the wide receiver contingent that you know out, but coming back, whereas. Cup was out, came back, and he's just gone missing for the past few weeks. It's been crazy. Anyway, I will stop moaning about it because <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, next up, then, it's uh, it's your guys, the Broncos, and they're playing the Browns. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't think I, I'm I'm fairly confident we'll get the wing win. I, I know the Browns' defense is playing at sort of a, a historic tight level, um, but I just think with the likes of obviously they have to start Thompson Robinson again, uh, DTR. I think our defence is good enough to completely deal with that. Uh, we've been one of the best defences in the league on the four-game win streak. Um, so I'm not really a fan of starting anyone on the Browns' offence, if you if you can help it. Um, on our side of the ball, it's again, it's a strange one, because offensively we don't look that good. We're just doing enough to get it done. Uh, Cortland Sutton obviously is a touchdown threat. Um, 
every week he's got eight touchdowns on the season. Um, and Javonte Williams has been good. He can catch balls out of the backfield. But I honestly think the Browns won 13-10 last week. I think it'll be a similar score, but in our favour this week. So I think this will be a bit of a, a bore fest for fantasy, unfortunately. Maybe so. But we will see. Next up, then, we've got one that should be an exciting one. By contrast, Ooh. in the Eagles and the Bills. Yeah, this will be a fantastic game. Yeah, that's got to be game of the week, I think. Uh, Eagles-Bills. Eagles coming off the massive victory against the Chiefs, um, in which they were so excited. Again, that was an interesting game. The Chiefs dropping balls left, right and centre could have won the game. And the Eagles looked dreadful for three quarters until they decided to finally sort of let Jalen Hurts <laughs> do his do his thing, uh, which was interesting. And the Bills bounce back against the Jets. I, I think the Eagles definitely have enough to win this one again. Um, I've not really liked the consistency out of the Bills. It's just... As we all know, it's a bit of a roller coaster with Josh Allen every single week, unfortunately. Um, and I think this has has more of a chance to be one of the down weeks, unfortunately. So I think the Eagles get the win. Um, and as we were saying earlier, I think this is this is an AJ Brown game. I think AJ Brown bounces back here. Really Huge game so. from AJ Brown. I'm I'm calling it now. That would be wonderful. <laughs> um, awesome. Next up, then we've got the uh, the Raiders against the Chiefs. Yeah, similar similar fashion, I think. I think the, the Chiefs are going to want to bounce back. Um, they had the game. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scalton literally had the game in his hands, obviously drops it. Beautiful throw from Mahomes over the top, and, it's, and that's the ball game, unfortunately. The Raiders have looked much better over the last few weeks. They're finally starting to get the ball to their playmakers. Um, but again, the Chief, Chiefs' defence is one of the best in the league, so I think this is a fairly comfortable win for the Chiefs. And I think their offensive weapons who struggled um, against the Eagles. Kelsey obviously had the fumble. Mahomes had the interceptions. Um, I think the Chiefs bounce back in a big way offensively and get back on track. Yeah, I imagine that's probably going to be the way that it goes. <clears throat> they definitely need to win this one. Um, okay, penultimate game. We've got the Chargers against the Ravens. Yeah, this will be a, yeah this will be a bit of an interesting one. I think. Um, because yeah, the, the the Ravens, I think I'm fairly sure will win this one. I think their their defense has been good, as we were discussing earlier with Edwards uh, and the other running backs they've got as well as Lamar. They just run the ball so well, and then Lamar just does what he needs to in the passing game. They don't really need to do anything extra. So I think the Ravens will win this one. It's it's just what Chargers show up. They've they've certainly got the talent and the personnel to put up points. Um, but if you're only putting up 20 points against Green Bay, then against that Ravens defence, I'm not really sure how this one will go. Um, you're obviously starting Herbert, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, but I'm, yeah, I'm not sure how efficient they'll be. It'll be interesting to see how the Chargers bounce back in this one. Definitely. Very good. So we start off the uh, the week, the 12th week of the season with an NFL North, um, NFC North matchup, and then we finish it with an NFC North matchup. We've got the Vikings and the Bears to tie us up. Yeah, you'd like to. I mean, obviously you're the Vikings fan. You you would like to think the Bears look pretty good against the Lions in there in Justin Fields' return, but you you would like to think the Vikings have got enough to to take care of business here. When when is Jefferson due back? Uh, he was potentially coming back last week, uh, but obviously he didn't quite make it. So we're hoping this week, hopefully. Which will be yeah, that'll be obviously that'll be a big boost. Um, obviously we couldn't speak more highly of of Joshua Dobbs. Um, and the Bears' defense obviously completely gave the game away against the Lions. So I think the Vikings have got enough. Um, I really liked what I saw out of um, what's his name, Ty Chandler, as well last week. I thought he he looks explosive. Uh, can catch the ball as well. And then hopefully, if Jefferson can come back and get a bit of a relationship with Dobbs, 
I think the the Vikings take care of business here. But I am I'm happy starting Justin Fields. I think he, he showed me enough last week to to say that he's he's worth a start as well. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. So that rounds us off for week twelve. Feels like there's a lot of games um, this week. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, obviously with the Thanksgiving games and everything, we've got. Uh, oh, an entire four days worth of football, four days which of football. Is, which is Granted, crazy. some of the games are dreadful, but uh, yes, yeah, we'll move but, past that. But even still, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to be it's going to be good. Um, Okie dokie. So I guess just to round us off, then we'll have a little look at where Ooh, our league standings look. look like. So I lost this week, Jack, and I was quite upset about it. But it is the I way, envy you. It's the way that it goes. So starting off at the bottom, uh, unfortunately, Kieran has has yet to win a game this season. That is zero and eleven there. Uh, there was an interesting trade though. Um, I think he traded away. Uh, CD Lamb. CD Lamb. Yeah, CD Lamb for Tyler Lockett. A 2024 second and a 2025 first. Yes. So, in my opinion, I think Rohan's come out of that looking pretty damn good. Um, obviously, Kieran getting uh, Lockett. Lockett is getting getting on a bit. He's getting on. He's not yeah. really going to do too much for him. I think uh, a nice young player for Rohan's team there definitely bolsters him. But obviously, Kieran's team is in a position where he does need uh, some yeah, he needs draft capital. The draft so picks. If he 100%. can capitalize on that first and second, uh, then that'll definitely work. But if I were Kieran, I'd definitely be looking to flip Tyler Lockett while he's in some decentish some form, form. For, for some more draft capital if possible. Um, next up, then we've got uh, Alex, who's at nine on four and seven, and then we've got James on four and seven as well. So that's eighth and ninth positions. We get another step up here with uh, Rohan on five and six, and uh, Elliot on five and six. Uh, Elliot just sneaking into playoff positions there after beating me this week. <laughs> um, we've got yourself on six and five. Uh, you just can't stop winning, mate. Five on the spin, um, mate. That's, yeah. yeah, you are literally the Broncos. Uh, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> so, yeah, six and five. Looks looks like you... To be fair, you're not safe. You are not safe. Um, but, yeah, I thought that me, me and you trading. So the trade was AJ Brown for... Uh, Kieran's first round pick this year, which uh, obviously looking at the current standings is going to be the one first overall. Uh, and uh, your my second and my, yeah, and yeah, and yes, your yours rather than mine second year. round pick. Correct, yeah. So I was hoping, I was hoping, you know, like sort of shrewdly that that would giving up my second best player would mean I lose but I, I literally cannot stop winning at the minute which is killing me <laughs> yeah, and ironically you trading him away to me you just be practically lays uh lays a big fat donut but uh, you know you got one point something you can't write this <laughs> shit I had another trade in another in another league this week which was uh so I had, t- I had two tight ends and the other guy didn't have any tight ends one of my tight ends was Mark Andrews the other Lovely. one is Jake Ferguson, who's actually been pretty damn good. This the eight year. of late, yeah. So I traded away Jake Ferguson, uh, and, uh, and who was it? Jake Ferguson and Tyler Lockett actually, who seems to be getting passed around in a lot of leagues at the minute, for uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Baker Mayfield because it's a super super uh, super flex league. So I needed another QB because my yeah. QB's car. On paper, great deal. Worked okay. out very well for me. The day after, in fact, not literally the day of, it was literally hours later, I couldn't sleep, and I watched Mark Andrews go down with an injury, 
are there any tight ends on the waiver wire? Are no, of course not. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's absolutely shafting me. Uh, and then I traded for AJ Brown from you, and then AJ Brown doesn't perform either. So really, <laughs> I shouldn't have made either trade this week, but never mind. Uh, so you're six and five at fifth. We've got Sam on seven and four at uh, fourth place. Myself seven and four third place. In second place, we've got Tom on eight and three, and then we've got Lewis uh, riding high still on nine and two. Killing so, it, man. Still very tight at the top, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting, interesting old week. And uh, is, Lewis, is Lewis top of both leagues? What is happening? Is he? Is he? The he's top, top in regular as well. Is he? Bloody hell! He's he's had a good year this year. So in our regular league, the the first league we had, our redraft league, I am officially out of the playoffs for the first time in five years. I've never missed a final. I have been in every single final in that league for five years, and now I'm not even going to make it to the playoffs. It is a bitter, bitter feeling. You've um, had your fun, mate, but you'll, you'll come back stronger. I'm you'll sure I will. Stronger. I'm sure I will. In all my other leagues, I've got winning records. It's just that one. Um, that one. But yeah, it's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. I'm blaming Cooper Cup uh, and Mark Andrews. It's all their fault. Yes, yeah, two big uh, losses. <laughs> I, mean, I think it was my first and second round pick, so yeah, it's uh, it's been a bad, bad season. But anyway, that's where we stand. So uh, all to play for. Three uh, three game weeks left, and uh, a lot can happen in that time. So I guess we'll see what happens there. But any final words of wisdom before we sign off? No, I don't think so. I think it's we're getting to that exciting time of the season. So good luck to everyone with their with their playoff push. Um, I'm I'm looking pretty good in all our leagues. So I'll I'll finally get to experience what the playoffs are like. <laughs> Very good. Awesome. Well, thank you all for listening, as always, and good luck with your matchups this week. And as ever, we will see you next time.